Welcome to Thought Revolution. This is a show for leaders like you who want to learn how to lead and manage in a way that expands your impact and influence. My name is Kristen Nebro and I am the founder of Impact Consultancy. And I'm excited to share with you my biggest aha moments and thought-provoking concepts that are designed to free up your time, your team's capacity, and your ability to create impact in the world. Let's go. Hey, welcome everybody for this episode. You know, I, um, I've been doing some thinking and I have a question for you and I'm really curious. I wish this was more of a dialogue, but it's going to be a monologue. Um, so the question, I guess, is rhetorical as you listen, but I'm just curious why you think that your organization or your team is having a hard time achieving goals. Like, I just really want you to think about like, what is it? And I would love to pick your brain and hear more about it. Um, I've been in conversations with a lot of people and I have an idea. I have a hypothesis. I'm actually going to, you know, just talk about this with you today because I think this is um, big for a lot of teams. And I think a lot of the times we we're, we get it wrong. Um, and, and what I'm going to share here is like, again, this is thought revolution. So this is my thinking. Um, and I have some experience doing something different with it. But, you know, I, I don't want to be that pretentious guy that's like, here's what you're doing wrong and here's what you should do because I don't, I don't think it quite exists that way. Um, but I'm just – I. I would love to, you know, really understand what's getting in the way of lots of teams achieving their goals because I just keep seeing these things pop up over and over again. Like I keep seeing the teams have like their goal is vague. Let's just start there. So a lot of teams just don't have really clear goals. Maybe they don't have a goal or maybe the goal is like super vague. Um, It's not measurable. And so like the team is just spending all this time deciphering what it even means and how they're going to measure it. Um, And by the time they figured it out, like the meeting's over. Um, I think another thing that plagues a lot of teams is um, that maybe they don't, if they have a goal and if, if it's clear, they have too many of them. They're, they're just like, whoa, I, how am I supposed to get all these goals? Because um, right now my day job sucks up all my time and now you want me to focus on this? And it's always amazing because I, I'll watch this interplay between leadership and staff. And it's not that staff don't really give a rip. It's that they just don't have the time because they got hired to do a job. And I know part of that job is growing the organization, but the job, it just, it takes up so much of their time. So just, it's just interesting. Um, so, you know, I just, I, I would, I love pe- picking people's brains. Like what is getting in the way of you, you know, achieving your goals? You know, maybe there isn't one. Maybe it's super ambiguous, um, which is too bad. Maybe there's too many. Sometimes people feel like the goal like sucks. Like they feel like, you know what? This is an unfair goal or an unfair target. And so people just like start to like feel apathetic about the whole thing. Um, and, you know, and that's something else. Like there was no, there was either no real breakdown as to why this goal was chosen or there was no back and forth to make sure that the team had some capacity to get there or, um, or, oh, get this. Uh, you know, I've worked with teams where, you know, we've set the goal and we knew that the goal was really what we would call, <clears throat> I'm going to put this in quotes, a learning goal. In other words, um, you know, we're so used to setting goals that are like uh, measurable and achievable and realistic or whatever. But, um, and I'm not saying like, hey, go play big or anything like that. But there are goals that we set sometimes, especially in organizations, because they, they put us in action and then we might adjust them. And um, I'm really careful. Like there's more to say about a learning goal, but Learning goals are designed to, to do one thing. Well, two things. They're designed to put us into action and they're designed, the action they're designed to put us into is inquiry, like to really understand like, well, what is the baseline? What is the real problem? And um, you have to be really thoughtful about setting that kind of goal. And I've seen it like set like once or twice, but 
that would probably be the only other reason why you'd set like a, what would look like an unreasonable goal. So I was with the team and they were like, well, that, that percentage is out, you know, outrageous. And when you push on like, well, where is it currently at? They don't know. So they don't know that it's, they don't know where the current baseline is. They don't even know it's like, if it's outrageous, I guess my point is that like sometimes what, what seems to be, you know, crazy is, is just a matter of perspective. So I don't know. I'm just sharing all this because I really, really want to know like what's going on for folks. I mean, I think about like what else I've seen and I've seen like folks struggle with um, setting the right like plan to actually achieve a goal. So for example, I'll see teams have a goal and then they'll be like, well, what's the work plan? And they'll start like mapping out the activities without having a real good idea about what those activities are supposed to create for them. Like uh, two questions. First of all, are those activities going to get you the result that you want? Okay, that, that's one question. But then two, like how do you know what are the right activities to actually do? And so um, I think that like work plans are, you know, you've heard me say this before, they're, they're, they're killer. They're great for something like um, a known outcome. Like we're going to, you know, we're going to launch an IT solution. Let's work backwards. What needs to happen? You know, we are going to... Um, you know, launch a curriculum that we know has been tested. Okay, let's work backwards. But if you are creating a leadership development program, well, then you don't really know what the outcome is. Or if you're creating uh, more responsiveness or, you know, a change in like your culture around safety or your customer service experience, you don't even know how to get there. So screw a work plan. That really won't get you anywhere. That's just going to give you some stuff to do. And then it just becomes, you know, a, a, a box to check. Like what you, what's missing. So I'm just curious. How many people have goals where, you know, the roadmap to get there is unclear? And if it is, then I guess I'm really curious how many of those teams out there have lead measures. And a lead measure is something that is like a way to track almost weekly, maybe biweekly at the most, um, how you're progressing towards your overall goal. And that lead measure should not only predict if you're on track, that's that's part of it, it needs to be super influenceable. Like you need to be able to do something. So like if you're losing weight, for example, and you're losing pounds, like you don't really know how best to lose those pounds. So maybe what you're going to track is calories in, calories out. And not because it's like a known thing, but because you know that every single day you can track how many calories came in and how many calories went out and how hard you worked out and you know how much you burned in terms of calories or your heart rate, you know, whatever. And so that's, that's the connection because then you can start to test like, oh, it's not calories, it's carbs and it's calories and carbs. You know what I mean? Like you learn so much about your body and fitness that way. You learn so much about your business that way. And I think that so many of us think we know what our business is, but we don't. And that's really what, you know, I think like when I ask people, you know, why is it so hard for you to achieve your goals and why do you think it's so hard? I don't think we want to learn. I think we give, we got goals given to us and then we just try to achieve them. We just don't think that the real Benny there is like learning about your business and really understanding how to create a pathway to get to a goal. So, um, I don't know, this is me talking and, and me kind of asking questions and sharing some thoughts. And, um, I just wish you were in the room with me just to entertain like this conversation. And, you know, maybe when I put out like the, the social post for this on LinkedIn and, um, you know, uh, or Instagram or Facebook, you can respond back because I, I really want to know. I am really genuinely interested in like what you think gets in the way of you being able to address your team goals. You know, because one of the things I see, in addition to what I just mentioned, like you know, the lack of goal, the lack of goal clarity, too many goals, the lack of a lead measure, just jumping into activities, is I I'm just curious, like 
when when those things aren't there, you're screwed. But I, I also see like sometimes that's there, but like the visibility is gone. Like nobody really knows how they're tracking the work. And so nobody's engaged with it. And there's no, maybe there's no um, rhythm to it either. So um, ask yourself, if you were going to answer the question, are you on track for your team's goal? Where would you go to look? Is it somewhere that everyone can see really quickly, really easily? And let me ask you this. Do you guys check it as a team? Like, I was going to say routinely, but that word sucks. Do you check it frequently? Because if you have a lead measure, think about this. If you have a lead measure where you're checking calories in, calories out, if I'm trying to lose weight and I'm only going to check my calories at the end of the week, that's like ludicrous. It defeats the purpose of having that as a lead metric. I would want to check my calories in, calories out almost every day, right? Like I, I that would help me understand something. And so I guess my question would be like, how well is your team checking and looking at their goals? Like, can they see them and do they check them at the pace that they need to? And I, I would, I would imagine just my experience with all kinds of goals that you would be wanting to check those goals at least weekly, at least weekly, at least weekly. Like that, that wasn't like a CD skip like that. I, I don't know how many times I've met with teams and they check their goals like monthly. And I don't understand that. That doesn't make any sense to me. Um, can you imagine trying to check at the end of the month whether or not you lost weight and then what you would do differently? Like, it doesn't make it doesn't register with me. I don't know. So, this is me just just trying to figure this out with you all. Like, you know, I'm I'm sharing like some some thinking with you and the first four things that like I've noticed why why teams are struggling to meet goals are really structural. You know, like maybe they don't have goals. Maybe the goals aren't narrow enough. Maybe they're not clear enough. Maybe there's no lead measure. Maybe there's no visibility. Maybe there's no cadence. Um, I, I'm going to offer though that here's, here's, so you want my two cents on this thought revolution. I think 30% is structure and capability. I think that's a big part of it. Like a big, that's a big 30%. Like that should be little three, big zero. That's a big 30%. But I would say that 70%, Seven zero, and you put that in big fat cloud letters that are like as big as the sky. Seventy percent ends up being culture, and I'm honest about that. And and here's here's how I think about it. I think it sounds weird to say it out loud. I don't think I've ever shared this out loud, but this is how I think about it. I think that structure drives culture. The end. Now let me give you the flip side of that. I think that culture drives structure. Like, it just sounds weird when you say it. Wait, it's a, like a tongue twister. Structure is going to drive the kind of culture that you have. But I really believe that the culture should drive the structure. So if you don't have a culture of execution, let's just call it that, a strategy execution, whatever that culture is, accountability, being results driven, I don't really know. If you don't have a culture built around being able to do that, you're not going to consistently year in and year out um, know how to have a process to narrow and clarify your strategy into concrete metrics, right? You're not going to have a method and a way to teach people and then engage them in creating lead measures. You're not going to have um, any expectation and then structure around people creating big scoreboards. And you're not going to have people engaging in this cadence that I described, um, this cadence that exists at a team level, at a unit level, at a division level, at a department level, then, you know, across you know, the organization, like it just won't exist. So you need the structure to scale that um, because it drives the culture. It, you know, the structure, the processes drive what you experience. So I think that's really true. On the flippity flops, if you don't, like, it doesn't even have to be from the beginning, but, you know, you'll see it show up really quick. If you haven't driven 
um, your structure based on the culture that you want. Like if you want a particular culture, then all you're going to get is people doing things and those things will create um, an unintended culture and those things will either um, stay strong or they will die on the vine. Like, cause structure doesn't take care of itself. Someone has to feed it and there should be a reason why. And the reason shouldn't be to get results. Cause that's, that's kind of a, a bad reason. Um, that's most of the reason why we create systems is to get results. But the, the, the more powerful, the more humane and the more sustainable reason is to drive a culture of doing things a certain way to continuously produce the results you want. Like I just, it just makes sense to me. Um, and it's what I've seen work in organizations that subscribe to powerful philosophies like lean, for example. Um, so, you know, it's just something to consider. And so that's why I say structure drives culture because it, it helps scale it. But that culture needs to drive the structure, right? And I think that's really important. So let me give you an example of how that would live using what I just described, right? If you want a culture of accountability, then maybe some of the behaviors people are going to engage in are being able to um, set. So the, maybe a behavior is to narrow and translate goals, to create um lead measures that teams um, love and track every single week. Um, maybe the behavior is people are going to display, um, you know, their progress to goal where everyone can see. Maybe maybe teams are going to um, share and show progress to goal um, once a week, right? Those are behaviors. And then what's the system you're going to build is obviously your strategy execution system. What are you going to do? Well, we are going to create and check our lead measures, right? So every like four to six weeks, are these still the right lead measures? We are going to create um, compelling scoreboards that are going to live at the team level. Um, what are we going to do? We are going to, these are your tools and routines. We're going to meet once a week in front of that scoreboard. What are we going to do in front of that scoreboard? We're going to make commitments about how we're going to actually move that lead measure that's going to move our overall outcome, right? And why we're, why we're going to do all these things? Because we want to drive the behaviors of sharing and showing our progress, of narrowing our focus. Why? Because we want a culture of accountability or strategy execution, right? Like that, you're working your way backwards through what I call the culture map, which is your culture, your behavior, your systems, and your tools. And you're connecting it to the structure that you're creating, which in this case could be, you know, you know narrow goals, lead measures, visibility around team measures and a cadence um, for some kind of accountability, right? So your structure and your culture go hand in hand. My problem is, you know, and I've even been victim of this um, and perpetrator, you create a culture of like, oh, we want a culture of accountability, but you have no structure to drive it. So, you know, just telling people to be more accountable isn't enough. Or on the other side of the spectrum, we create like, oh, okay, let's narrow the goals. Everybody has a process metric or a lead measure. Let's show it on the board. But like the love for that process, the love for, you know, achieving the goal, the love for why they're doing it that way is, you know, hit and miss because we don't really know what we're trying to create. Like if the structure is meant to drive a, a culture of learning, let's say, and learning we know is going to create better results then you know what? We want those boards super big. We want all of the like the obstacles and the issues super big because everything speaks and it's driving a culture of like, oh man, I didn't know that. We want to focus, you know, those weekly, like what are you going to commit to doing this week um, to drive the lead measure? What did you learn last week? Like we want that conversation to be like highlighted. So it just drives, um, it drives your behavior, drives your mindset because you want to actuate into a new way of being. Um, and acting your way into a new way of being is the, one of the, the most surefire ways of changing mindsets. It's not the only, 
but it, it, it's a surefire way. So it's just bringing structure and culture together like that makes a big difference. So I'm this, you know, I, I just I wish any one of you were in here with me so I didn't have to talk to myself about this um, because I really do have a love for watching teams want to achieve what they want. And I really do believe that the tools that, um, you know, we've been working on with different teams around um, the four keys of strategy execution around culture mapping, like when you bring them together, they are exponentially more powerful than, than each one on their own. Each one on their own is got power, but it's like, it provides something functional like, wow, now I can see my culture better. Wow, now I can, you know, understand how to break my goals down better. But it becomes more powerful when they're together because it's almost transformational. Like, oh my gosh, that's how we used to operate, right? And now we're experiencing something different. It's just, it, it just exists on a different plane that isn't really A to B. So, um, but that's what I'm seeing. And, and I can only know what I see. So that's why I wish you were here with me to really answer the question, what's getting in the way of your team um, achieving their goals? Because I think that part of it might be structure and part of it is culture. And just to say that is like weak. Like I want that broken down. I want to know what part of your structure doesn't work and what part of your culture doesn't work. Because, um, cause I think I have, uh, I think I have an opportunity to change that with you and for you because I have with other groups. And I want to test if that is a reliable way to help teams make a bigger difference. Cause if it's not, I want to keep exploring what is. So, you know, that's, you know, that's just what's on my mind this week. That's my thought revolution for this week is is ex- having this question with you in my mind, playing out what I think would make a difference, but not knowing. And so my challenge to you this week is if you see my post on, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Instagram, um, answer back. Like what what is getting in the way of your team being able to reach their goals? Um, if you hear this and you don't see my post, email me. Christian, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N at impactconsultancy.org. Like, I, I want to know. I want this done. I'm not trying to get your business. I want to know. I really want to know if what I'm doing is making a difference. And and I'm going to answer that for myself. I know it is. I want to know if it would make a bigger difference, I guess, um, across the spectrum. Because if it isn't, I want to know what else I need to do. So, uh, y'all, thank you so much for letting me just talk with you, talk at you this week. I hope that it's created some kind of spark. I hope there's something you can take away just to keep hammering away at the difference that you make. And I'm going to check in with you guys next week.